Go Lays. Okay, well, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Women Empowerment Series. Uh, I'm connecting with incredible woman Tiffany Jade from North Carolina. Your vibes, your branding, your you are an incredible. So thank you for joining me today. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you, thank you. Northern California. Northern California, and it's morning for you. Yes, yeah. Northern yeah. California. Where mm -hmm. exactly are you? Is it by San Francisco or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Santa Rosa, about an hour north of San Francisco. No. The wine country region is it oh yeah. that's lovely and green probably yeah yeah and microclimates like you can and go 20 minutes in one direction and have totally different weather <laughs> i love that have you always been there no since 2013 okay i grew up in south florida oh okay so you went really the two sides i did yeah for another place with the sun that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple stops in the middle, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's talk about Tiffany. You started in the corporate world. Yes. And I know you reached a lot of successes at that moment. How was it, that life? And do you feel it's far away or is it still you? It feels so far away. There's still parts of it that are still me, but okay. it was definitely not me like it was part of my path it led me to where I am and mm -hmm. it was all divine all like no accidents mm -hmm. but it was me following my father's path it was oh, yeah. your role model. oh my god you're like me <gasps> yeah, oh, yeah. I um very much followed in his footsteps he was an engineer and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I went to college I started off like my first major was mechanical engineering and then I kind of switched I went to computer engineering then computer science and then my final major was decision and information sciences wow that's decision theory that's what I did for my master we were just talking about it ah, yeah and I, I went to the master's as well I got my master's okay. and um and then I got like the corporate job. I was an IT. That's super people. advanced to be in decision theory. Oh my God. Yeah. And then yeah. you went into the corporate world. I yeah. did. Did I you did. like it? Parts Were you of proud it? of yourself when you graduated? I was very proud of myself. Of I still remember the yeah. moment of like giving my yeah. business card for my first job to my dad. It was like, I worked for Accenture. It was like one of the oh, big. Oh, yes, companies. of course. A big company that yeah. does that, obviously. Like, yeah, dad, I did it. I did it. You know, very much like validation and yeah. <laughs> myself. That's so nice. And he was proud of his daughter. He was proud of the success. Hello, yeah. everyone joining us. Let us Hello. know where you're connecting from. And if you have any questions, we're going to have a fascinating talk today. So, okay. So, and you were proud because I think, you know, there is this song uh, in Arabic that often repeating myself is that there is no winning that makes you proud more than you succeeding in an exam or succeeding in a degree. Yeah, yeah. And that's a little bit true because that's something you did yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. And then what happened? You loved it. You were proud of you. And then what did you, what happened? I loved, like the first job, I loved the job, but I worked so much and I traveled a hundred percent. I lived in Florida, but worked in Los Angeles, like for okay. 
for a couple for I don't remember how long and took a couple trips to India and that sort of thing. Wow. And it was just like yeah. I love the work and I love like the supportive culture where you were given the you were like stretched but given the tools to succeed. And I loved mm-hmm. that. But it was just burnout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's so, a lot of work. It's Exactly. So I switched jobs a couple times to something that would be you know more like normal local but those were toxic environments and I was just like what I felt the golden handcuffs because I was the breadwinner in my marriage at the time Mm -hmm. and I was like what I don't know what to do Um, you were stuck you felt stuck because you yeah so stuck I was like this isn't it like I like the work but I don't like the environment once I had the other positions Mm -hmm. but I didn't know where else to go and I was also starting to think about having kids Yeah, I was originally when I was the consultant at 24, Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll just hire a nanny and travel and whatever. Yeah, because you're so young. And that's what we think. Yeah. Yeah. And then once I got to my late 20s, I was like, no, no. (laughs) And it's hard with this consultancy job, because I think these are the most demanding jobs in the world. We know that. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It was because all like science. The therapy. deadline, the, yeah. the pressure, yeah. and you want to be good. So it's like it becomes your way of being. It's like, yes, yeah. totally, totally. Mm-hmm. So, wow. um, so I was introduced to a network marketing company. Huh? And at first I was like, there's no way. But then it started to like, hmm, maybe yeah. this is my out. And mm-hmm. so I started doing that, building a business with that. But I felt like I was like hitting my head up against a wall. It was like I was achieving certain levels of success, but like not breaking. What you wanted. I was yeah. Like, not what you used to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then eventually, long story short, I was laid off from my job. They laid off 40% of the IT staff to outsource mm-hmm. to, um, that, you know, they replaced us in, with people in India. Yeah. And um, I got a nice severance. So that was mm-hmm. nice. But mm-hmm. uh, I took that as an opportunity to go all in on the network marketing business. That did not work. <laughs> but two months later, t- two months after I was laid off, I got pregnant after I had been mm-hmm. trying for a year and a half. Wow. Because you were too busy finding a job and you didn't think about it. Yeah, That's I was incredible. too. I was too stressed by the yeah. job that I, that like I wasn't getting pregnant. And so finally, like once that stress was mm. gone, oddly enough, being unemployed was less stressful than the work. It is actually, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so mm. I got pregnant, I worked a contract job. And then when my son was two weeks old, mm. my husband at the time's boss called him and offered for us to move we were living in st petersburg florida at the time tampa bay and his boss said would would you want to move to knoxville tennessee uh because we were closing this location and you know and i was like if it means i can stay home with this beautiful baby let's go yes please so we did that. We moved to Tennessee. I became a stay-at-home mom, and that oh, was my yeah. out because it was lower cost of living. So that was why yeah. that was. Yeah, that was easier. Yeah, because nice it gave you time to be a mom. Yes, exactly. It's beautiful. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. And motherhood, motherhood is its whole 
journey. It is. Um, I, and when you, when you take the time to really fully embrace it, yeah. it's worth every part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? I'm so grateful that I had the ability and the privilege to be with my baby. Yeah. Yes. You and, know, and, and it's nice to say that because even, you know, when I had my two first ones, I took a sabbatical mm-hmm. for few months I mean I couldn't stay longer because it's impossible when you're when you but I I I think it was the best thing I could have done it's like just feel being a mom just you know being there sitting and like I don't have to be do anything just look at the babies yeah exactly exactly yeah even if it'd be hard but yes yeah I definitely had an inner journey of it I think I had (laughs) postpartum depression. I didn't oh, know it at the time. Because you moved and you did everything. Yeah. And I had, you know, I had a traumatic birth different than what you hear from most people. But, um, but I think just all of that, but and like losing my identity, because I had yeah. identified myself by my job, by my success. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't stay for a long time. Yeah. 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 And hear that. Like, who am I now? And yeah. And then um, another. When did you, how, how much time did it take you to ask yourself the questions? Like, okay, who's this woman? I don't remember. <laughs> how was I? Like, it was pretty much? quick. Like, once we moved, it was like a few months. Maybe even less. It was really? like, oh, like okay. immediately That's once we moved, I like, I was, uh, let's see. It's like, like, I. I I was scared to go anywhere. <laughs> like I was overwhelmed, yeah. all alone, no support. Oh, and um, and it was just this whole, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but yeah, it was like redefining myself pretty, pretty quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and so you're like, I don't want to be the stay at home mom. I did want to, like, I wanted to stay that for, um, for some time. Like I was, my child was my world and I was like, you know, and I started like, I, you know, doing all the little Pinterest activities, like making, um, making homemade Play-Doh and slime and, you know, like with the wholesome ingredients and like creating little like busy bag, like activities. So you got yourself busy being at home. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's nice for the child because then he's very alert with the mom at home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very attached, secure attachment. So it was, I was where I wanted to be. It was what I wanted to do. I didn't want to change anything with that, but I felt still felt internally like going through this, like, uh, identity search. Yeah. Like a disintegration and then a, and then a re, you know, the word recapitulation is coming to mind, but honestly, I don't wow. even, I don't even know like the definition of that word. So I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what's coming. Um, Incredible. And yeah. so, and then, so what did you decide? That's what you started in this beautiful journey that you are I, in today. So I stayed with that until um, we were renting a house. Then we bought a house and remodeled it. It burned down a week before we moved in. And we were like, but it was empty. So we didn't lose anything. It was just like the house and the whatever. But we knew we didn't want to stay in Tennessee. It wasn't really like the place Mm -hmm. for us. And Mm -hmm. so we started looking where else are their possessions with his Mm -hmm. company? Because they moved us, like they packed us up Mm -hmm. and moved us. 
And there was one here in Santa Rosa, California. Mm, nice. Never been here. Um, and his interview was in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we moved here sight unseen. But our neighbors were like, you'd love it because they had lived here. Moved That's here. Nice. A month later, I got pregnant with my daughter. Um, and still stay-at-home mom. And then... Um, and then I, and stayed dedicated to parenting, all of mm -hmm. that. And um, and then after a few years, I was like, okay, now I'm really ready, ready to, to do something. Go back to be Tiffany, that is the corporate, the, the one that does things, not even the corporate, just like the doer. Exactly, yeah. the doer. I was like, I don't want to go back to the corporate though. No, but you want like, to. I want to create something. I want to do something, and this is my opportunity to explore something different. Yes. So I saw a training for kids yoga and Ooh. I was like, hmm, interesting. Maybe I'll try that. So that's where it started. Um, kids yoga. I, I love that. It's like doing it with the children, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like playful. So it's creating. Yeah. And I guess backtracking a little bit, it was like finding my yoga practice and yoga was yeah. transformative for me. Mm -hmm. So that was before. Yeah. And then, um, and then I did the kids yoga training and I was like, this is something I can bring my daughter to. I can teach classes and did yeah. that. Um, and then I did a yoga teacher training and that was so transformative. By the end of it, I was like, wow. I, I, I had changed so much. I felt, I realized I felt self-love for the first time. Oh, incredible. I hadn't realized it was missing, but it, and so, um, I, and in that time, like I, I shifted, it was like my numbing out watching TV or drinking wine with my husband at the mm -hmm. time, every mm -hmm. single night faded away. I was no longer interested. You don't need to do that. No. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's incredible. And the marriage fell apart. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was like feeling worthy of standard of boundaries. Yes. Exactly. And uh, incredible. You yeah. know how sometimes we let ourselves be mistreated for so long exactly. because we don't know our self-worth. Exactly. And it was what I was used to from yes. what I saw from my parents. And of course, from studying so hard and doing things so hard and everything. It's like you're numb yourself. You get yes. numb. Yeah. And they didn't have healthy relationship. And so like toxicity was normal to me. Mm. And so once that started to fall apart, um, eventually the marriage ended. Mm. And when I moved out, I, I was led to a priestess. I found her on Facebook. Priestess. Yeah. Like I just was divinely led to her. And I found a program that she was offering. It was a 13 moon priestess initiation program. And I was like, I don't know what this is or what this means. I know manifestation language, but I don't know priestess language. Okay. I know I'm meant to do this. So what do you, what's the, your role as a priestess? What is the role? The, well, my role specifically yeah. is to basically help women come home to themselves to shed anything that isn't truly theirs, whether it's healing from the past, healing wounds, um, societal paradigms, uh, patriarchal paradigms, 
and coming home to their true soul essence. It's activating the cellular memory of like ancient lifetimes and just the truth of who we really are. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And you know what I find even more incredible is that you as an engineer and a consultant of super high level is making sense of it today. That's yeah. the most powerful thing. Yeah. 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 Because when I first found it, I was like, I don't know what this is. No, it's like, no I, I don't do stuff like that. I'm a scientific. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then I slowly switched, you know, into teaching yoga and everything. And then it yeah, was because you guys do it. It's like, OK, I can do that stuff. But this is like, whoa. Yeah, so you yeah. gotta make sense. You you gotta use your logical brain to explain to him that everything is okay. You, you're you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. My dad's like, I have no idea what you do. <laughs> of course he doesn't. He's an engineer, and yeah. And but so, how do you explain that? How would you explain that to somebody who would not understand? Um, I I mean, basically, if someone um, ask me what I do. I'll, you know, I'll be like, I host events and, um, and, you know, coach people mm. like to, to simplify, like I'll host, you know, I have a, a sisterhood, I host retreats and it's ceremonial. It's like, you know, entering into the liminal realms, but that's not going to make sense to everybody. So I just like, I host events. <laughs> How do you do the ceremonial events? Is it with music? Is it with vibes? Is it with your voice? How do you get to this level? Um, so basically, either whether it's either in person or online, it's like we cast, um, we create sacred space and cast a circle, okay. like calling in the divine, calling in um, the divine beings and just declaring it a safe and sacred space because okay. our word is powerful um and then each ceremony is unique and different based on what we're working with and who i'm working with and um like everything shifts and evolves and it's like i i'll have a, a loose plan but mm -hmm. the divine will speak through me and i'll get like so you will channel you will yeah. channel guidance through how you will animate or orchestrate that circle because it's an orchestra it's like exactly exactly wow. Yeah. Oh, incredible. That's a lot of gift, a lot of talent there. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. That I didn't know was there for a no, long time. Do you think you had it from before, but you didn't Absolutely. listen to it? Absolutely. I my mom shared with me that when I was young, like a toddler, yeah. and um she was throwing a birthday party for me. And I told her that I don't remember who, but it was like some deceased relative was sending um, yellow roses. And then someone came and there was wrapping paper with yellow roses on it. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. She must have been spooked, your mom. I mean, I don't think she was spooked. I think she was just like, oh, wow, this is amazing. So she she was open to it because her aunt was, um, was a channel. Oh, and yes. Okay. So you had it in the family. Yeah, but I believe everybody has it. Everybody has it. it we might have different um, expressions of it or different, you know, it's all like clairvoyance, clairvoyance, clairsentience. We receive the, the, 
divine guidance, the, the intuition through different senses. Yes. And it might be just knowing, it might be feeling in your body, it might be seeing or hearing. And we all have that if we just tap into that and cultivate it, if we recognize it and trust it. That's the other thing. Because Trusted. I love what you just added, because this is what everything is, what everything plays is do you trust it? Exactly. Because we are taught in our cultures to trust logic over intuition. Yeah. And it's all patriarchal squashing the feminine, because if women really, if all, if all women awakened to their power and their divine knowing, the world would change and like the powers that be wouldn't be able to control us. And I don't like to say that as like victim, we're controlled, but mm -hmm. to acknowledge and recognize that there is, you know, manipulation and, and control. That's and true. so that's like, very true. Yeah. And it's a, and it's a, and I think you, you express it so well because women are intuitive yeah. and the intuition is what distinguish women from, from men and from anything. I mean, from like the professional that is very Cartesian, very, you know, logic and pragmatic and does thing. And so when you, shut the intuition off you become completely very masculine in the way of being exactly exactly logic is masculine intuition is feminine masculine mm -hmm. is like front of the body forward motion feminine is back of the body leaning back receiving mm -hmm. and it's like we receive the intuition we just need to create the space to receive it if we're just busy do 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 Okay, but this is very important, Tiffany, because we are busy doing doing because we're scared of yeah, that. absolutely. Yes. And that's the and that's again, and this is like the story of my life. It was like yeah. I was very, you know, in the like the masculine is the figure it out, the yeah. the fix it, the make it happen. Said, and that's if it. We're yeah. scared, we go into the wounded masculine, and we're like, how do I fix this? And if mm -hmm. we can lean back. And let it be fixed on its own. Uh, or the answers will come. Like there might be, mm. there might be action for us, but if the action is divinely guided, yeah, it works in in a way that doesn't necessarily even make sense. Like it's like it's like, do you want to force your way? upstream and this is an abraham hicks analogy but like you know do you want to force your way upstream or do you want to just float downstream and be like okay oh the divine hands me a drink okay <laughs> like I'll and you just it. flow you you follow the wave exactly you let yourself be nav navigating through the wave as they come along exactly but that's so much stress tiffany that is like you have to trust everything <gasps> Can yeah. we surrender to that? That's the question. Exactly. But we don't do it in like a 180, like in okay. one day, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. someone can, but for the most part, we're going to like just, you know, take, where's my, there we go. Do little one degree shifts, one degree shifts, one degree shifts. And it, and it's honestly, it's going to go like, you know, as we, shift we're going to go back and import you know until we can move into that but it that's all just an unraveling it's like okay let me let go of this societal programming let me let go of 
this trauma, this wound. Let me just take things out of my backpack that are weighing me down and putting me into this wounded masculine. And then eventually it's like, oh, I was carrying this heavy backpack of unnecessary crap. Let's just drop that. Yeah. Let's put it aside and let's yeah. Huh. yeah, but it can be so much easier than we think. And you can create whatever you want through that. That's the thing, the beauty of it. Absolutely. But and we just need to believe that it's possible. Exactly. Give it just, time. Yeah. And just tapping into the people that show us that it's possible and look at that more than we look at, you know, the third dimensional matrix paradigms of like, you got to go to school, get the job, climb the corporate ladder sort of thing um, or whatever. But, you know, you got to school, you learned all this learning. There is a lot of value in all this learning, isn't it? Absolutely. And not to knock like having a job, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. want to do that. But if you're, if If you're. Add a dimension to it. Exactly. And feel fulfilled in the same. Exactly. So you can absolutely like live the corporate career and be aligned and fulfilled and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But But you choose in the corporate career, you choose, do you want to work for someone's dream or do you want to create your own corporate sphere following your dream? That's a choice you can make yourself have. Exactly. Exactly. You don't because it's not in the, it's nowhere, no category. It's like, it's scary. It's risky. Don't you go to this way. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having that safety, having that familiarity. And I don't know that entrepreneurship is for everybody. And so it's totally, totally just to be clear, not to knock like working for someone else. Never. And, but it's like, check in. Are you, is this yours? Is this really your desire, your path? Are you following this carrot because it's where your soul is guiding you? Or is it where you were programmed to like someone else's dream, someone else's vision, your parents or schools or whatever? And I also like to put it as, you know, any job you do, that job doesn't mirror who you really are. That job is on is, is makes you the person who you want to become. So if you take it this way, if you are in a corporation and you teaches you, you learn things, you you know you will create that leader that you want to be. So and this makes it easier to have people that actually work with love and empathy and provide a real service with real yeah. love. Otherwise, we'll have a lot of hatred, right? Like really, maybe people hating everything, but that's not what we want. Yes, exactly. I I just have this vision, yeah. um, and it like totally a download. And I don't know that I don't know that I will see it in my lifetime. But like what like we're creating with this new Earth paradigm is like where people are led by their own inner essence rather than something outside of them. And imagine all of the creations that there will be. Like imagine all of the art that will be created or the, the songs that will create be created because people are tuning into themselves. Yes. Like imagine the artist that never picks up a paintbrush because they were taught that they have to go get a job and, you know, they'll never make money with art. And like when they can connect to like 
and I see the shift already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually met the other day, my friend's daughter, who's yeah. like 19 and she's a singer and she's like on Spotify and she has like, um, like kind of a spiritual, like her top song is called intuition. Wow. Man, this 19 year old, like she's following her Dharma. Like she's on her path and creating good Mm -hmm. and she's being rewarded for it. Mm, Our divine compensation. Yeah. And that's right. So more you are guided by your intuition, more you can trust that your talents can, you can create whatever you want with your talents. It's like, Exactly. Exactly. To follow mm. your desires, follow your heart rather than following what you think you need to do in order mm. to survive or be successful. And if you need to do what you need to do, make it just uh, a step into becoming who you want to be. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with like having a job. To life is hard. We don't need to like go all in and be like, I'm going to 100% dedicate myself to this vision or this business and like we can energetically but we can support ourselves with a level of safety with a job or explore a job because my corporate career supported me in so many ways like I've created my own websites and you know optimized them to show up in search engines and stuff so for like my yoga business people find me through google that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, good for you. So you see, so there is so much uh, plus that you get from high-level education and exactly. being so good exactly. and excellence. And I always say that you, your brand is excellence. Make it that. And excellence doesn't come without, you know, putting the hours to learn, to study, mm. yes. to be with the best and actually, you know, get the knowledge. Yeah. What do you do with the knowledge? That's what makes a difference. Exactly. Exactly. And having gratitude for everything that led us to where we are. Oh, this is beautiful. It's so true. You're incredible, Tiffany. Thank you so much for sharing this and and bringing some goddess vibe to this Women's Empowerment Series. I felt, you know, since we met, I just felt like there was some sort of calmness and feeling home Mm. that you radiate Thank you. That's a beautiful reflection. I appreciate that. That is so true. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank you, everyone, for being with us and watching us on replay. Thank you. Yes. Bye. Bye.